It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans? My name is Jeff Carr, and you are Locked On Reds. And here we go. What is up, Reds fans? Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. It is a Thursday, and we are talking about another weird Reds Pirates game. We're going to recap the game here in just a minute and get into the meat of what was a very I I don't even know what to say about that ending with the wonderful Clint Hurdle led Pittsburgh Pirates. But before I get too far into that discussion I do want to remind you that the best way to get the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day is to make sure that you're subscribed on all your major podcasting platforms, whether you look at iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or the new Himalaya podcasting app. The Himalaya podcasting app is the kind of app that you need to grow your podcasting potential. You can check out multiple different podcasts through their personally curated playlists with which they put together based on your listening habits. Definitely check out the Himalaya app. Also hit us up on Twitter at Lockdown Reds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs and then head on over to LockdownReds.com for even more content. So. Here's the thing with Wednesday's game. Wednesday's game started off weird with a two-hour not-rain delay. I mean, there was some rain. It drizzled a bit. I sat through a couple of early season games that had more rain than that rain delay. I guess they were probably worried about, you know, a storm kicking up or something like that. But it was a two-hour delay. And then the Reds did... And we'll talk about the game here for a second. The Reds did what they've been doing all season. And that is, I almost want to call this lineup the slump busters for a struggling pitcher. Because while they've really put together a string of great games, I mentioned on yesterday's podcast, it's the first time since 1995 that they scored five or more runs in seven straight games. But... Then they turn around, and on Wednesday, they're facing a pitcher whose ERA is above seven, and they make him feel good about himself by not scoring anything off of him, helping his ERA come down a little bit. They did that with Scott Kingham in the first game of the doubleheader on Monday, who came into the game with an over-eight ERA and didn't score that much off him. And it was just a frustrating game to watch as they had runners on base at different opportunities and just never could capitalize. And then the long-feared home run bit Anthony DiScalfani again, this time in a three-run variety, Colin Moran going oppo on him. It's It's been a struggle of a season for the Reds' fourth starter and Anthony DiScalfani trying to keep the ball out of the ballpark. And he doesn't pitch in the best kind of ballpark to do that. And it hit him once again. 
And then, of course, you know, after he was pulled and the bullpen came in, they gave up four runs there in the seventh and pretty much sealed the deal for the Pirates to split a series that the Reds really needed to take three out of four. They really needed to win today. I mean, I get it. They finally eclipsed the dreaded four games under 500 mark and got to three games under 500, but here we are right back, four games under 500. And had they won today, they would have drawn even with the Pirates for third or for fourth place in the NL Central. And if the Cardinals would have lost today, they would have pulled even with the Cardinals for third. It would have been a three-way tie for third. So it, it just... That was a game that they really needed to win, especially going into the off day, going into the weekend with Washington. So that didn't happen. And then the Pirates do what the Pirates do. I gave him credit the other day. I said, you know what? Kudos to Clint Hurdle and the Pirates for not throwing at Derek Dietrich. Kudos to them not trying to play beanball on Tuesday when everyone thought they were going to. In fact, there were a lot of Pirates fans and some former Pirates players that were even calling for them to play beanball. And then Wednesday happens, and a Eugenio Suarez comes up to bat in the eighth inning. And there's a fastball that goes a little high and tight and smacks him in the hand. And there's takes. There's people thinking out there, they're like, how can you say that that's intentional? He wasn't throwing at him. Why would he throw at him? The Reds were obviously out of it. The Pirates had obviously sewn the game up. They were just trying to get the outs, right? That wasn't intentional. That, it just slipped out of his hand. I'm here to tell you that was intentional. There's nothing accidental about that pitch. That pitch was meant to hit a Eugenio Suarez. Last year, a Eugenio Suarez was hit in the hand. He was out for weeks after Jamison Tyon hit him with a fastball in the hand. Now, I'm not saying that Clay Holmes was aiming for Suarez's hand. He threw high and tight. That was supposed to be chin music. That was a little bit of something from the dugout from Clint Hurdle saying, we need to back this man up off the plate. Because here's the thing. You know, I even posted on Twitter yesterday that Jose Iglesias is unquestionably the team MVP. And most people's response was, "Uh, I think Suarez is. And you know what? I think Clint Hurdle knows that. I think Clint Hurdle sees the Reds creeping up on them in the standings. The Reds... You know what? I'm going to say it. And you're going to say, well, the win-loss record, you know, says otherwise. I disagree. I think the Reds are a better team than the Pittsburgh Pirates. And Clint Hurdle knows who the best player on this Reds team is. And he chose his man. He said, Clay Holmes, you go throw at him. You give him a little bit of chin music, a little something to think about. You give the Reds a little something to think about after they showed us up with that crazy display of offense on Tuesday. They need to see that we're not just going to sit here and take that loss. We're going to retaliate. I shared a couple of articles on Twitter. I, I found there was an article this past spring training just a few months ago, the Pirates and the Tampa Bay Rays were playing a game, and there were a couple of errant throws from Rays pitchers that found their way to Pirates hitters. You know, a couple of hits batsmen early on in the game. So then later on in the game, for the Pirates, Clay Holmes is on the mound. 
And the Tampa Bay Rays shortstop Willie Adams was up to bat, and Willie Adams gets plunked with a fastball. Kevin Cash is over in the Rays' dugout yelling at the Pirates' dugout, yelling at Clint Hurdle, like, how are you going to hit a guy in spring training? How are you going to do that? And they even asked Kevin Cash after the game, and Kevin Cash was really, I think he was just mad, and he's like, it's just a spring training game. But you could tell he was a little, he was thinking there was a little something fishy there about them throwing at his man. Because there was a few innings after the fact of, you know, a couple of hit batsmen on the Pirates' side. But that goes back to this whole idea of retaliation. And I'm late for a break. We're going to get back to this idea of retaliation because I'm fired up about this. I don't know if you can tell that, but real quick, we're going to throw in here. I want to thank today's sponsors. We got Hotels.com. Stop hate liking your friend's trip. Go to Hotels.com. Book your next trip. They've got great rates, great prices, and a great reward system as well. Do you like traveling and getting rewarded for that travel? Check out Hotels.com. Then also... We want to thank the other sponsor for today's podcast, Blue Chew. Guys, let's talk about sex for a minute. Now, I know that's not necessarily something you want to hear on a baseball podcast, but hear me out. If you are looking for a performance boost in the bedroom, then there is a product for you that is new, and it's Blue Chew. Go to bluechew.com and enter promo code MLB. You get your first order free you just pay five dollars in shipping here's the thing with blue chew if you're looking for a performance boost but you don't want to go through all that crap talking to a doctor or all of the embarrassment of getting a prescription at cvs or walgreens or you know whatever pharmacy check out bluechew.com that's b-l-u-e chew.com and enter promo code mlb you get your first order for free and all you do is pay five dollars in shipping. That's promo code MLB. Give it a try today to get that boost in the bedroom. B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code MLB. You're listening to the Locked On Reds podcast here on a Thursday. Normally I got a, thir- a throwback Thursday segment, but I, I, I just can't with that today. We're talking about something that's got me fired up. I'm pretty sure it's got you fired up as a Reds fan. It's this whole mentality of you got to show up the other team by hitting their guy. You got to throw a ball at one of their players to let them know that they just can't go around gallivanting and, you know, insulting you in some way, shape, or form. And the key character in this whole thing is Clint Hurdle. And just his own philosophy of he's got to enforce the unwritten rules of baseball. The unwritten rules of baseball, I'm telling you what, they're getting outdated. All right? Just, let's just call it what it is. It's outdated mentality. And in fact, it's such to the point that Major League Baseball and even the umpires don't care. You want to tell me that they care? You want to tell me that they're thinking about player safety? How come David Bell was the one that got ejected. How come David Bell comes out there to protect Eugenio Suarez and get some answers as to why his guy just got plunked in the eighth inning of a game that is out of hand, and he's the one that gets thrown out? There's no one else that got ejected from Wednesday's game except David Bell, and David Bell was only coming out to protect his guy. The message that the league is sending is not good. In fact, David Bell had some words about that after the game. 
I'm going to make sure our players know they have to do whatever mean they need to protect themselves with any means necessary whatever that takes because when when first of all ball doesn't even hurt when it really hits you that bad but it has a chance to do some serious damage and when somebody's messing with your livelihood your career who knows you got to protect yourself and what in Clearly, we're not going to get protected by the umpires of the league. That's been made clear. So our, our players need to take it into the, They need to do whatever they need to do to protect themselves, period. And I'll, and I'll back them no matter what that is, whatever means necessary. Clearly, we're not going to get protected. For some reason, we think it's okay to throw at people. And for whatever reason, maybe that was okay, you know, many years ago, and, and we're still living by the some rules that I don't know about. It's okay to intentionally throw at our players and uh, and so, you know the umpires think it's okay. The league has made it made it I think made it clear that that it's somewhat okay and um, somebody's going to get hurt and we need to take any measures possible. Our players need to do whatever they need to do to, to stick up for themselves and protect themselves so it doesn't happen. They need to protect themselves they need to protect their career and whatever that takes and they even got some words from Eugenio Suarez and Anthony D. Sclafani but I won't throw those in here definitely go check them out you can find them on YouTube all of them had strong words and, and Suarez even mentioned that if you saw the video if you saw the game Suarez walked up to the pitcher before he walked to first base and he was he said I was asking him was that intentional and Clay Holmes said, oh, no, it, it wasn't intentional. And the catcher was even trying to tell him, you know, even he said he was even telling me in Spanish that it wasn't intentional. But we're talking about a team and a manager that has the track record that says otherwise. This isn't a situation where you're just like, eh, maybe give him the benefit of the doubt. You don't give Clint Hurdle the benefit of the doubt. I even shared another article on Twitter in which he was calling out Javier Baez last season for being too flashy. He was talking about he was showing up his guys. He threw he threw his bat too hard too high in the air, you know. He 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 hit that fly ball and he just he flips the bat too much. It's just it's just disrespectful to the game. Disrespects the game. How on earth does a player celebrating good play disrespect the game? I'm sorry. He's, you know, they were talking about Derek Dietrich as if he was disrespectful. Derek Dietrich was disrespectful for admiring his own handiwork. Get out of here. And you're going to say that it's not intentional that they hit Suarez. It's totally intentional. And I didn't even include Suarez in the poll the other day on LockdownReds.com as to who the Pirates would hit. But this is just insane. And I'm going to say it. People were saying it all over Twitter. I totally agree with them. The Pirates are trash. Clint Hurdle's trash. Pirates are trying to get up there with the Steelers as far as most hated franchise in Cincinnati. You know what? Keep trying. You got a lot of work to do, by the way. If you're a Bengals fan, you're probably thinking, yeah, right, the Pirates aren't anywhere near the Steelers. But when you're out here and you're able to completely, I mean, Reds fans aren't even worried about the loss because we can sit here and be, you know what, that was disappointing that they split with the Pirates. We ain't even worried about that, us Reds fans. 
We're looking at that game as the game that Suarez got hit. The game that the Pirates threw at Suarez. The game that Suarez almost went back on the injured list and for no fault of his own because there's a dude on the mound throwing a 95-mile-an-hour fastball at him. He got lucky this time. The x-rays at the end of the game confirmed that his hand was not broken, that it was fine, and he said that he expects to be back playing on Friday. He got lucky. Joey Votto against Ryan Madsen didn't get lucky. Eugenio Suarez last year against Jamison Tyon didn't get lucky. There's a lot of chances that you can really do some damage to a guy's career. And just like David Bell was saying, when it's these guys' career and their livelihood that's up on the line and someone's coming at that with a fastball, you got to protect yourself. And if the league's not going to do it, then by golly, you better do it yourself because you can't expect the league to help you. I'm just, I've, I've gone too long on this. Uh, man, some got me feeling some kind of way about that game on Wednesday. And we have a, a nice off day here on Thursday to not watch any baseball and stew. I mean, watch other people play baseball and stew about that last game between the Reds and the Pirates. Next time the Pirates come to Great American Ballpark, by the way, July 29th. Get your tickets now. Got to go boo every single one of those guys. That's going to be it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on your podcasting apps. We want to thank today's sponsors, Hotels.com and Blue Chew. Head on over to Twitter. Follow us there, Locked On Reds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And then check out LockedOnReds.com for even more content. Tomorrow, I will have Doug Gray in to talk Reds baseball. We're going to focus mostly on the draft. I'm sure we're probably going to talk about bean balls too. So definitely check that out. Doug Gray, always fun talking with him. That'll be our phone at in Friday. Until then, have a great day, Reds fans, or a great night, depending on when you listen to this. My name is Jeff Carr, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.